This is Winning Cures Everything. I'm your host, Gary Seegers. You can follow me on Twitter at GaryWCE. You can follow the show on Twitter at Winning Cures, on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Winning Cures Everything, or on the website, WinningCuresEverything.com. Let's do a rundown. Today is Tuesday, February the 5th. Here's the topics I'm hitting on today. We're doing an AAF breakdown. This is the Alliance of American Football. I'm going to tell you what you need to know before you watch the games this weekend. Football is not over. Uh, We will, of course, be talking about National Signing Day tomorrow for college football. The NFL and college football are, in fact, done, but new league, new rules, new teams, and you can bet on it. So we'll get into all that. Uh, Next topic is Nevada and New Jersey Super Bowl betting handles. Uh, We're going to talk about the money that each state made and lost and whatnot and what, what the handles looked like. And finally, we will talk about the Colorado Trail Jogger that killed a mountain lion with his bare hands. That's intense. And of course, college basketball picks at the end of it. We went 0-3 last night. Has not happened a single time since I've been doing this. We're fixing that this evening. I got seven picks for you. We're going to get back on the right side. We're still over 57% on the year. So, uh, So seven picks tonight. The show, as always, brought to you by Tunica, Mississippi, the South's premier sports gambling destination. Six incredible sports books. You can go check them out over at tunicatravel.com. Let's jump in. AAF breakdown. Here is what you need to know about the Alliance of American Football. Uh, There's a ton of stuff. Obviously, you can go read all the uh, articles. They are up at CBS Sports. They are up at... Everywhere else, um, we will probably post something before this weekend. But uh, the weekend starts with Saturday night. There will be two games on. It's going to be regionalized. uh, And I believe you can actually go watch the other one, whichever one is not in your region, uh, over at Bleacher Report Live. So, And I don't know if that's an app or if it's just on the website, BleacherReport.com. But Bleacher Report is tied in with TNT and CBS and CBS Sports Network and all that. So, uh, the game in the in the Southeast region will be the Atlanta Legends at the Orlando Apollos, and Gary Danielson is going to be on the broadcast for CBS. And that starts at 7 p.m. on Saturday night. The rules that you are going to need to know. Um, the play clock is only 35 seconds, so they took five seconds off of what the NFL does. There are no television timeouts during games, and they will have fewer commercials. They're trying to get games done in like two and a half hours, which is interesting, um, especially for a, a smaller league. You know, you, you want as many commercials as possible, but I think that what they're going to do is the same thing that they do for soccer, right, where commercials pop up, you know, on other parts of the screen, et cetera. I, I'm curious to see how this works. There are not going to be kickoffs. Uh, instead, teams are going to start drives from their own 25-yard line. In lieu of an onside kick, each team will have basically a 4th and 10 from their own 35-yard line. So they will get a chance to gain 10 yards on one play. If the offense converts for first down, it keeps the ball. Um, it's it's four-player safety, but it's also interesting, right? I mean, that, that could be even more interesting than uh, – than a crazy onside kick. So I'm down with that. There are no extra point attempts after touchdowns. It will only be two two point conversions. There are still kickers, so you can still kick field goals, but there are no extra points. 
Uh, overtimes to help keep games within a two-and-a-half-hour time slot. There will be one overtime session. Each team starts with an offensive possession from the 10-yard line. And just like in regulation, two-point conversions are required. Games can end in a tie after the overtime period. So they can end in a tie. I'm sure people will complain about that. Um, the player contracts are crazy. There's uh, there's 10 weeks, 40 games. It's going to be four games a weekend, two on Saturday, two on Sunday. So it, it's, it's pretty nuts. But I'm looking forward to it. The teams that they have, the Arizona Hotshots, the Atlanta Legends, the Birmingham Iron, Memphis Express, Orlando Apollos, Salt Lake Stallions, the San Antonio Commanders, and the San Diego Fleet. The Westgate out in Vegas has the the odds up for who will win the championship this year. And now, obviously, since they started it at the Superbook, all of the offshore spots have got it set up now as well. And I believe that Tunica, if they don't already, they will have it because of the William Hill and MGM, Caesars, etc., uh, connections. So the favorite to win the AAFL inaugural championship is the Arizona Hotshots. Their quarterback, Trevor Knight, used to play at Oklahoma, used to play at uh, Texas A&M. Um, he is the the starting quarterback. Uh, let's see, Arizona's head coach is Rick Neuheisel. And then Phil Savage, who used to head up the Senior Bowl, is the general manager. They play at Sun Devil Stadium. Could be interesting. Could be interesting. The Salt Lake Stallions are next at four to one. Uh, the San Antonio Commanders are third at five to one. They're tied with the Orlando Apollos and the Atlanta Legends. The San Diego Fleet, the Memphis Express, and the Birmingham Iron are all at ten to one. If you're looking for an outlier, the Birmingham team looks like it has the most talent on the team. But they are the only team that has a first-time head coach. So so we'll see how that goes. But, yeah, there's, there's a lot going into this. It, it seems interesting. I'm, I'm pretty excited about it just because it, it's something different, right? I'm, I'm always curious about something different. Uh, let's move into the Super Bowl betting handles from Nevada and New Jersey. Uh, Nevada's handle dropped 8% this year. They expected it to go through the roof. I think a lot of that had to do with people actually being able to gamble in other states, along with some Patriots fatigue. This is three years in a row that the Patriots have been in the Super Bowl, and four out of the last five. And then the Rams being in it, not a lot of hardcore Rams fans. You know, they they in and of themselves pissed off an entire city, so nobody from St. Louis was going out there to, to watch the Rams game. And then, of course, New Orleans, nobody cared. They weren't going to do anything with it. So, yeah, the betting handle in Nevada dropped by 8% to $145.9 million. But that is still the second highest handle of all time. Last year's was the highest. This year's was the second highest. Still an immense interest in this ballgame. Nevada profited $10.78 million. Last year, they only profited $1.17 million off of that huge number, right? That huge handle. So, But this year, less of a handle. They profited 10 times as much as they did last year. Uh, New Jersey's handle, $34.89 million. That is significantly less than what they projected. They projected $100 million. 
it was never going to get to $100 million. It, Betting is still brand new in New Jersey. But 35, 35-ish million handle on a Super Bowl, just one game, that is a big-time number. Uh, they lost $4.5 million. The sportsbooks did. Obviously, a lot of that is because New Jersey, they're closer to New England. A lot of Pats fans up there, you knew that it was going to be uh, weighted more to that direction. So this was an interesting uh, initial set of numbers. I'm curious to see what the other states, Mississippi, West Virginia, Delaware, uh, Pennsylvania, etc. I'm curious what their numbers did. They have not released theirs yet, but but they will be in the next week or so. Uh, third topic, Colorado Trail Jogger kills mountain lion with bare hands. It was a juvenile mountain lion. Now, this is an incredible story because it is, and I have closed the website, but I remember a little bit. The mountain lion attacked him from the back. And it said in the story that he suffocated the mountain lion. How do you suffocate a mountain lion? Like, that's the only way to do that would be to strangle the lion, right? Now, they said that this mountain lion weighed around 80 pounds. It was a, a juvenile, like a young mountain lion, and it attacked him from the back. It bit his wrist and it bit his, uh, his face. Imagine being strong enough to strangle out a mountain lion with one hand. Like, that's, that's basically what he would have had to have done. I, just, I can't imagine, because he, he got bit on the other wrist. It's like, you, you can only really use one hand. And that is, I mean, other level stuff. But this was in Colorado, so basically, you better be ready to fight for your life if you're going trail jogging in Colorado. You might want to be careful, I'm just saying. Golly, there's a dude out there somewhere that is strong enough to strangle a mountain lion with his bare hands. Just one hand. That is bonkers. All right, last night was a terrible night in college basketball gambling for me. And for a lot of people that had Iowa State minus the two and a half last night, the shot that should not have counted that Oklahoma hit. I mean, but what do you say? It's, you say the same thing that you do to Saints fans. Like, Sorry. Uh, that was, I, I didn't have the game cause I didn't feel good about it one way or another, but the ones that I did feel good about, I mean, I went 0 three, I'm still one Oh two 76 and three. So I'm at 57.3% winning for the season. Uh, I'm going to give you, I've got three totals and I've got four sides. So let's go ahead and jump in first total. I've got under 138 on Akron versus Toledo. I've got under 135 on Kansas versus Kansas state. Kansas is terrible on the road, just awful. Akron and Toledo, by the way, that line opened at 131.5 and jumped all the way up to 138. Both of these teams have multiple unders recently, and it makes no sense why that line would jump up that high. So I'm not going to overthink this. I'm just I'm going under. The, my, my numbers say that it should be 131.65. So, I'm not overthinking this. I'm going under. That is a dramatic difference. Under 138 on Akron Toledo. Under 135 on Kansas, Kansas State. Kansas State, a fantastic defensive team. Kansas cannot hit the broadside of a barn on the road. Don't overthink that one either. Under 136 on Stetson versus Liberty. 
Liberty likes to slow stuff down. They can play either way. But these teams played to, I think it was like 73-51 to 51 the first time they played this season. Liberty can play however they want to. Stetson's offensive efficiency is in like the 330s or something, 320s. Uh, in Liberty's pace of play, they like to play slow. So if Liberty gets up big, they are going to slow this thing down and take out the possessions, etc. So under 136 on that one as well. Here's the sides. Fresno State plus two at home against Utah State. Fresno State has already beaten Utah State this year. I know Utah State 17-5 and on the season, but Fresno State at home, they already beat Utah State once on the road, but Fresno State at home is like 10-2. and They are really good. They are really good as an underdog this season. I'm taking Fresno State. I got Drake plus six and a half against Loyola Chicago. I understand that one's on the road. All of the metrics say that this should be about a three-point game. Drake has been an underdog in a ton of games this year, and they're still like 17-5. and five, Or 17-6, and six, one or the other. Uh, for whatever reason, people just do not believe in this team. I can't understand it. Loyola Chicago still getting a bump from last year's Final Four run, but this team is not that good. I mean, they're, they're what, 14-9, 13-9, I think, this year. Not that great. Take Drake plus 6.5 at uh, Loyola Chicago. Next one up, Marquette, minus 6.5 at home against St. John's. St. John's has not been good once they've gotten into league play. Their strength of schedule is garbage. They got blown out at Duke. They're going to get blown out by Marquette. I'm going with that one. Marquette minus 6.5. Got New Mexico plus 1.5 against San Diego State. Um, They're at home. San Diego State has been good, but I'm rolling. My numbers say that New Mexico State should actually be favored in this game. I'm going to stick with that. New Mexico State has been good here lately. I'm all over it. Uh, And if you want to have a little fun, I've got a little money line parlay. If I can get to it. Um, here's what we are here. Here's a, a small five team money line parlay. Okay. Arkansas minus three forty, North Carolina minus 600, Michigan minus five thirty, Kentucky minus whatever it is. If they even let you bet it, I got it at minus 1990 just to toss a, a fifth team on there. And then I've got Michigan state minus five ninety. Uh, you bet 10 bucks. It pays out 1204. So, better than even money. You got plus money on a five-teamer. But Arkansas is playing Vanderbilt, who has yet to win in the SEC. North Carolina playing NC State uh, at home. Michigan on the road at Rutgers. I know Rutgers plays well at home, but Michigan, I doubt they're going to lose two straight games in the Big Ten. Kentucky playing South Carolina at home. Kentucky is playing insanely well. And Michigan State uh, coming off of uh, just – an awful loss, breaking Indiana's seven-game losing streak. Uh, they're playing at Illinois tonight. I understand it's on the road. Michigan State bounces back this evening. And so I've got those five in a in a little money line parlay. I'm not going to put that up on the site. But you want to have fun with it? There you go. Toss five games on there. Put five, ten bucks down. Enjoy yourself. As always, you can find the picks over at winningcureseverything.com. You go up to the little navigation bar, click Gambling Picks, or just type in winningcureseverything.com slash gambling-picks. You got them all right there. Absolutely. Follow us on Twitter at Winning Cures. You can follow me at GaryWCE. 
Follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash winningcureseverything. <sighs> Subscribe to the podcast. Subscribe to YouTube. Leave us some comments. Let us know how you're doing. Uh, we will have even more up again tomorrow. I'm going to be back again. It's a daily show. You all know how this runs. We love you. We appreciate the support. We will see you guys tomorrow.